Welcome to Conzy's Diary! Hey folks, uh, just in case you forgot, there's this whole diary show I used to do. I'm not necessarily bringing it back for a long-term engagement here, but I definitely thought this is the best avenue for talking to you folks about my experiences and some interviews hopefully and various other things that are going to come out from my trip upcoming trip here to quake city rampage in san francisco california here in the good old us of a so why do i want to do this well for one thing it's just the conzy your host here going out to quake city rampage so my co-host brian is not gonna go and that means it's gonna be kind of lopsided coverage on the main show uh with me kind of talking and and him maybe asking some questions and i know brian love to hear about it but we'll probably chat over the game a lot more while we're talking the games that i play and the experience while we're playing games and stuff and we much i much felt that it would be better to bring that kind of coverage to the this kind of avenue where i can release it and shorter little burst maybe talk about a game a little bit um each game that i play in the scenarios and what i thought of the experience and maybe some interviews and kind of release it over the next couple of weeks so this is the first installment of the quake city rampage coverage that we're bringing to you from wisco dice um via the Conzi's diary so what i wanted to talk to you today about is going to go ahead and be the my army list so and why i chose and we've heard on the main show that i chose to take i'm going to bring the dwarves and i've been really busting rear to to get the dwarves finished and up to a tabletop quality this month so i want to go ahead and go over that list and i'm going to go ahead and start with the character choices and then near the end of this i'll go ahead and as i've completed the the list rundown of what's in the list kind of why i chose some things and I'll probably spout some random thoughts while I'm going over each choice. So let's start with uh, the foundation for the army. Now, I've always been a firm believer that every dwarf army that I take needs to have a dwarf lord. And I don't know if this is the best thing to do in smaller lists. Like I think I'm finding at 2,000 points, a dwarf lord is just too many points. It's just kind of a point sink. It's too many points. But in the 2,500 points, which is the points requirement for quick city rumble i found that a a dwarf lord um yeah while he's still pretty expensive for what you're getting out of him was still a you know it was a an affordable value and i and i've said okay i've never built a shield bearers model i'm gonna build one because i see there's a lot of benefits for doing that in this army book and so i put together a dwarf lord on shield bearers um, which meant I needed to build a new model for this guy. I gave him a, a runic weapon and some runic armor. So his runic weapon had a rune of fury, give him an extra attack, and a rune of might, making him uh, strength, uh, double his strength, so strength eight effectively against anything toughness five or greater. So, you know, he can he can get some licks in on some higher strength monsters uh, and, or higher toughness monsters and higher toughness characters if he has to lock up against some of those in challenges. Now, his armor is uh, just a rune of preservation, getting him up to toughness 6, and a rune of stone, which helps him get it to his 1-up armor save. Now, I think it was actually cheaper just to buy him a normal shield, 
but uh, this is actually a decision based on the, the model I built and the conversion, kind of a last-minute decision. I was building this model before I submitted the list. Um, and I have a, yeah, okay. And I have a Rune of Fortitude on him. I'm not sure what that does. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anyways, that pretty much lays lays out what this character is. And so, pretty solid character, very tough, very resilient, uh, something like five wounds, toughness six, one-up armor save, uh, pretty, uh, you know, five attacks at strength four, strength eight against a tough five or better crit, uh, unit uh, or critter. Um, character such thing so definitely a pretty strapping dwarf lord and yeah you know not too far off from i think what i've seen is kind of a standard build for dwarf lords that are a little fightier next up in my character selection was a battle standard bearer i think this is a staple to every dwarf army you even with a leadership nine you, you know the, the the this is the kind of the backbreaker you're playing an elite army you got to have your troops stick around, and since you and since all of your troops are fairly slow, you tend to maintain uh, a very strong battle line, keeping with keeping everything within twelve of this guy. So, definitely a, a huge must in every dwarf army. Now, uh, I see the argument of keeping this guy low cost and and just maybe investing in in armor and ward saves for this guy um, because he is so critical at only two wounds. Uh, but I went with a magical banner on them, and the reason being is I, it was a way for me to get a some magic stand a magic standard up into my uh, one of my core units that wasn't allowed to take one. So that's kind of the reason why I went this way. So I gave him the uh, master rune of Grugni, and uh, a rune of stoicism, and a rune of slowness. So basically. Get some stubborn, gets my battle standard bear a four upward save, and uh, gives everybody that's within, I think it's six inches of them, a five upward save against shooting, um, including magic missiles, which is really nice. Uh, it's kind of softened the blow for some of that extra damage. And then finally, the rune of slowness. So this, uh, he's, his goal is going to be to go into one of my core units, and that'll help hopefully keep that core unit from getting engaged quite so early and maybe give them a chance to opportun an opportunity to take advantage of that plus one strength on the charge, uh, which is really big on those core units. Um, whereas some of the more elite ones, at least they come, start coming in at base strength four, and, you know, you know, base strength four, it's still really nice to be able to charge if you're hand weapon and shield kind of troops, but uh, it, it's night it's even more important i think when you're dealing with base strength three troops uh the also then i took two other characters a runesmith nice to get the that again thinking about the core unit what he can confer to that core unit so giving that you know that same unit armor piercing making him a little more lethal to uh armor bearing troops but also then um, he's there to bring along a rune of spellbreaking, which uh, helps him uh, helps the army out. You know, stop that one critical spell. There's nothing worse than oh crud! My opponent just charged in, threw like something like a mind razor up, or a withering on a unit, or something like that. That you know, in a combat that I would have probably otherwise been on the on the upper hand as far with my my elite weapon skill four my my elite uh, toughness four uh 
it just I want to make sure that I'm able to stop those cases. There's nothing you can do about irresistible force, but yeah, every you, when you know that frees up at least um, at some point in my game, you know, mid to mid to late game, mid to early even early game that frees up uh, my dispel dice, my 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 mentalness of having dispel dice available that I can just toss at a spell that's early in the phase, maybe a something that's trying to debuff a unit of mine and then still have that for, okay, now they're going to chuck that, you know, four or five dice at a bigger spell. I also took a master engineer. His sole purpose is to kind of work with my organ gun and, and or follow back to another war machine if necessary. But primary role to help bolster my organ gun and get, get that organ gun up to uh, ballistic skill four, so it can hit a little more accurately. Both of my, both the Runesmith and the Master Engineer, I also threw a Rune of Stone on, and the Runesmith decided to carry along a great weapon to help uh, with the punching unit, punching power of the unit he joins. Moving on to core, I've got uh, two core selections. Um, so I started with uh, a nice solid block of dwarf warriors i, I kind of like this idea of having clansmen in the army now at the time when i submitted this list i think i might have had five actual I had, I had a bunch of dwarf warriors built with great weapons but i didn't have any built that didn't have shields i had 20 i had a unit of 24 from way back that had shields glued to them and i had five of them i think in the new style of dwarf warrior where they were built and painted so i was really going to be behind the eight ball because I've submitted this list with 35 of them, including a full command and great weapons, no shields. Um, I went with a full command, kind of my old old kind of feel of doing that. I think maybe the champion here is for the 10 points. I would have been better off with that pen in, in hindsight with that 10 points back. Um, that, where they, I guess when I say champion, when, they, when he says 10 points, I mean the upgrade cost for that champion. Um so, but we'll we'll see how it go how he pans out over you know having that in there for the weekend. Um, but yeah, even at twenty five hundred points, I did find myself kind of pressed behind the uh, trying to find points for stuff. So next up, the other core unit I took was a unit of twenty corollers. I threw a, a banner bearer in there and I gave my corollars shields. Now I gave them shields the the only unit in the army that's got shields and i did that and you know 20 corollers should be pretty good at at kind of keeping anything that would you know smaller makes the unit uh, a tougher unit to be able to deal with yeah sure i you know a couple two 10-man units would have given me more target saturation but by throwing the banner in there that makes their value worth a little bit more and even if it's 25 points you lose for losing it in combat. So I want to, and with a unit of 10, they take a little bit of, of ballistic skill shooting in return, like say from an elf army, you know, all of a sudden you're dealing with like seven dwarfs or six dwarfs and uh, a, a fast cav unit can feel safe at char charging in and having a good shot at beating that unit in combat. So the 20 makes it much more difficult for my opponents to deal with. They have to throw some serious commit at trying to deal with it. And if they do that, then that's pulling commitment off of uh, my other special units, which you might, my other special infantry units, which are kind of help. Those are some of my meat and potatoes and keys to hopefully my victory and my battle plan. 
moving on to those special units, I have two infantry blocks I bought at special. So I bought a block of 28 hammers with full command. I didn't give them any special stuff, um, just the full command. I don't, again, this is another one where I think I probably should have not taken the champion. Um, I also think this unit's a little bit bigger than I probably should have submitted it. And one of the reasons I say that is that this is where my Dwarf Lord's going to go. I kind of got this idea that my Dwarf Lord's going to be my representation of Dugan Brightaxe on the battlefield. Um, my old standby Dwarf Lord that's leading his hold. And this is his Royal Guard. So there's kind of a fluff idea here, putting the Lord in there. I don't, you know, again, that's... Um, with only two legitimate choices are where I could put him in the army. This is the the most likely spot. Um, but uh, with 28, I really would have wanted the unit to, to be kind of seven wide as kind of a standard. And um, just to maximize additional hammer attacks, getting extra swings, and take a little bit away from having that huge base that Dwarf Lord's on, that two dwarf base. Uh, hammers are expensive, so you know taking up two two bases of them in the front rank is, you know, in a six wide unit, which is what it's going to be now, uh, means I'm paying a lot of points for guys standing around in the ranks, not you know, back ranks, not doing anything. Of course, it gives me a little more staying power with the unit, which is probably good. I've found in practice games that they they while they dish it beautifully, they die in droves, and even with toughness four. They're in, in weapon skill five. They're they're just dying. Way I'm pulling models off this unit way too fast, uh, and that's uh, a little bit for the amount of points you're paying. A little bit disheartening. Uh, so I, I I do think in hindsight, if I would have dropped this down twenty six, went to seven wide, that might have been in and dropped the champion again here. Those were points like so press for points. You know, having a few extra points there to play with might have been able. You know, every every here or there, I get a little a couple extra points. Maybe that's a vanguard choice on a gyrocopter. Maybe that's even an additional war machine, which would have uh, helped this art. I think that helped this list a lot uh, over the course of this tournament. So. Moving on to the next uh, infantry block I bought, I bought a block of 24 Slayers with um, two of those Slayers upgraded to Giant Slayers and then a standard musician in this unit. Now here's one of the spots where I'm like, okay, I've talked about taking weight champions in these units. I really like the, you know, my practice games that I've played, really like the Giant Slayers in this unit. And one, you get two kind of players at tournaments you get the players that kind of target out things like champions and i'll throw attacks at them and, and try to signal sig signal out single out characters and other units like that and then you get uh players that just kind of ignore that and that means if they're ignoring that these slayers are going to be taking swinging great weapons most of the time that gives me two strength six punches uh or gives me a lot of you know two guys throwing four strength six punches um into a combat which is really really nice the rest of the dwarves throwing strength five it, it's just a little bit more of a threat against armor and against if if i charge and my opponent ignores those like i'm charging cat maybe i get a lucky charge on on some cavalry those one you know one up or two up armor save well that means i'm going to have a i'm going to have swings that are at strength seven so that's really nice uh, <clears throat> plus at the very least if somebody directs attacks at these guys kill them they're at least going to get one swing at their at their strength. So that's uh, again, I, I really like these guys. I really like having them in the unit. Um, are they totally worth their point? 
eh, points. I don't know, but this is the one spot since the unit doesn't have any any additional character support. I really like having it. it helps make the the unit a little more versatile for me. Um, then uh, I think any dwarf army, the gyrocopter is essential these days in in Warhammer that we're playing. The the fact that there seems to be in the competitive air arena there are uh, more chaff-heavy armies. And chaff, I mean small, disposable-type units that can be used to reposition. And I think the gyrocopter is, is a master of being able to deal with those types of units. And so I took not one, but two of them in this list. And this is one where I had one. I'm, I'm using really quite old models for my gyrocopters. And so I had one that was built and painted. I didn't have it on a right on the forty on a forty mil base, so I did have to base it up. And then I had another one that I I picked up just recently, and I had to build it, paint it, and that one looks really cool. I really like it. I did like what I did with the basing on on both of them. Next up, let's talk about artillery. So I have two artillery pieces that I took in this army. I took a cannon because I think that's a a must. Yeah, I think the the cannons are ridiculously good right now in Warhammer, and I really wish I would, you know I talk about all these places where I could have found a few more points. You know, and a lot of that's in hindsight. I don't know if I pick up another 120 points to get a second cannon in this list when I start knocking out all the little points here and little points there. But maybe I start getting myself close where I'm like you know where I've got 60, where I'm starting to get like maybe 50 or 60 points. And then at that point, maybe I start looking at, well, do I really need this extra rune on this character? Or do I need really need this um, other thing here? Um, can I afford maybe to shrink this unit? Uh, like my dwarf warriors, can I, can I shrink them from 35, maybe down to 30? Um, you know, things like that where I could free up with a few more points and maybe see if I could get that second cannon in. I really would have liked that. But it wasn't to be in this list, so one cannon. I did take a rune of burning on that. Now that means... Uh, units like Kadai Destroyer are going to, you know, if I have to face something like that, I'm, I don't know how I deal with it. It's, it's going to be really ugly because I don't have, this is my, cannon would be my number one tool to deal with it. And now I'm going to give it a two up board save against my cannon. But, uh, you know, dealing with it, I also looked at it like if I had to deal with, uh, Throg's unit or, uh, you know, a unit of troll, a big block of trolls, which isn't terribly uncommon at least not here in the Midwest. Um, this cannon, I can fire it first, throw it into that, that unit, take away the regen, and then throw my other artillery, my organ gun maybe, into that unit, um, soften it up, and then I can even go back and throw those coraler shots into it too. You know, remember, corallers have a, a really nice range, 20 of them. I mean, I'm going to get, you know, five, six hits, three, four wounds out of them. You throw in three, four, five wounds from an organ gun, you know, two, three wounds from a cannon you know in a couple of rounds of shooting and all of a sudden that six or eight man unit of trolls is down to something that you're you know three or four with throg or you know three or four even three or four just trolls maybe from orcs and goblins army in a unit much much more reasonable for your for my infantry blocks to be able to manage and deal with and and score some big points out of that so that that's all the list uh the the uh I did mention the organ gun there at the end. That's uh, probably the be one of my favorite uh, weapons, war machines on in the list. It's uh, a pretty solid war machine. Uh, it does kind of stink that you got to roll 
to hit with it. So again, that's why I have a engineering this list to kind of babysit it and make sure that I'm shooting with the listings go far. That's all 2,500 points. It gets it dead on the head. I'm looking forward to having a great time at Quake City Rumble, and we'll see you if you're out there in California. We'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Peace out. I don't want to play.